This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome to Seven Sports Saturday Live from Tiger Turf Stadium in National League North. It's Cross City in a massive, massive fixture against Geisley. My name's Ryan Butler. I'm joined as ever by Kelsey DeMaria for the game and we've got the build-up here at uh, what was it? a quite bright Tiger Turf Stadium, a little bit cloud cover, a little bit chilly. Kind of regret wearing shorts, but, you know, want to feel like it's summer. I've just come back off my holiday, my Easter holiday to Reading. But we're here. We're here for, a, what I said, it was a massive game, and it's been billed as that by, by ourselves in particular. Gloucester win today. They go 12 points clear of bottom place, Geisley, who were beaten in midweek by Farsley Celtic, another side down there at the bottom of the National League North table. And 12 points with what will be seven games left for Geisley is a monumental task because that's 12 points, that's four games out of the seven you've got to win and hope Gloucester are picking up no points in addition um, to, to any more you get because those 12 points will only get you level. So for Gloucester City, it's a big carrot dangled in front of them this afternoon. And Lee Mansell's men will be looking to add to their last home win. They were beaten away at Telford last week, but the game against Fylde a couple of weeks ago was a massive win and a massive landmark win for Lee Mansell's side. As I said, Kelsey Tamara is with me for the broadcast this afternoon. Before we bring him in, just a reminder that you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast this afternoon as ever on the Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk on the email and also 7 underscore sport on the Instagram. And this afternoon, Kelsey Tamara will be taking us through Sorry, the main commentary. I'll be chiming in with uh, my nuggets of wisdom and what I've been picking up as we watch the 90 minutes. So, Kelsey, as we bring you in. Hello. We were here for ASC Files, uh, the big win a couple of weeks ago for Gloucester. How important is it, especially after being beaten by Telford in between, that Gloucester respond positively? Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Um, it is, as you said, Ryan, uh, we build it as a massive game. You know, this, this is a clash of team with the second worst home record in the league versus a team with the worst away record in the league. So, you know, Gloucester will be, you talk about positives and, and approaching the game positively. Gloucester will be looking at that as a positive, that guys we don't really tend to pick up points away from home. But then, you know, Gloucester don't really tend to pick up points at home. So I think in terms of where Gloucester stand going into this game, yes, OK, they disappointing defeat against Telford last week. From what we were told, it seems like they had, you know, the lion's share of possession, so to speak. But uh, just a mistake from Tommy O'Sullivan towards the end of the game, gifted Telford a goal uh, on the on the counter attack. So I'm sure Gloucester and Lee Mansell and Daff Williams had plenty of positives to take out of that game that they can bring into this one. And you talk about positives. I mean, if they can perform sort of you know 70% of the level that they did against AFC Fylde this afternoon, you have to fancy Gloucester's chances. Well, a reminder as well that. Off the back of today's game, we also have TN Talk, the podcast dedicated to all things Gloucester City. That, well, the next episode of that will be recorded on Sunday evening. Myself, Kelsey DeMario, Charlie Hughes, who is here on the PA system, and Matt Yates will be together to talk about all things going on with Gloucester City from the last two weeks, including the uh, defeat against Telford, whatever happens here today, and hopefully... We'll be in position to talk about positive things for Gloucester and about how on the pitch it's starting to come together as well as off it. Sorry to re- slowly, well, the stadium's slowly filling up and we're slowly waiting for the players to come out onto the Tiger Turf pitch. 
about five minutes to go till three o'clock. So any minute now, the players will come out. Not an awful lot happening around the county in terms of Hellenic League action this evening, this, evening, this afternoon. Cheltenham are at home to Portsmouth. Forest Green also at home to Hartlepool United. There are games in the Southern League, which we'll try and keep you up to date from throughout the broadcast as well. But there's a lot going on in terms of the lower leagues. Treadworth Tigers could win the league today in the Stroud League. So an awful lot going on. We've got two of our work experience out and about for us taking photographs of games. Look out for those on the website, 7 And Plenty of action to come. As the season ticks on, Kelsey, to an important stage, you know, if Gloucester can get their future short-term wrapped up in terms of securing their safety, you know, how important is it then to look at building some momentum to take into the summer? Because you don't want to go into the, the summer period, you know, on the back of a losing run or anything like that. How important is building momentum at this stage? Well, I think that this off-season, if you can call it, you know, the pre-season, post-season, whatever, is massive for Gloucester. You know, we've spoken before about Gloucester are going to be moving away from the full-time model towards that, that hybrid model of, of, of club, you know, where they've got some full-time players, some part-time players. How they, how they integrate that into the squad they've currently got, obviously they've got players on contract until next season, players like Jack James, Matt McClure, um, you know, big-name players that, that they've got to fit around, uh, you know, a, a lower budget. Of course, they've got to keep them happy and they've got to recruit well as well. I think in terms of Lee Mantle as well, there was some chatter whether he would continue on after this season. Of course, we know that he he was guaranteed the job until the end of the season by AP a few months ago now. And I think that vote of confidence, and you've, you've seen it on, on the pitch as well. You know, the performances have been much better, much improved. The defence has been a lot more solid. They haven't been conceding as many goals as they were under Paul Groves. Okay, they haven't been scoring many goals, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't concede many goals, then high chances are you're not going to lose the game. So uh, you, you, you want a bit of continuity moving forwards. And I think if Gloucester can, can somehow retain most of this squad and sort of supplement it with, you know, good squad players we know it's going to be very difficult for them to keep all of this squad of course as players that are going to be on on higher money that they can go and get full-time football elsewhere um, you know maybe to name names someone like Tom Harrison who wanted full-time football that was why he came to Gloucester might now not want to go back into the hybrid model sort of thing we don't know it's all speculation at this point but make no bones about it massive massive off-season coming up for Gloucester but you look ahead already Technically, the job isn't done this season, no. but a win a win today would all but secure their safety. As you mentioned earlier, you know there'll be twelve points clear with seven games left of the, of the season or six games left or whatever it is, um, and you have to feel like they put themselves in a pretty commanding position to beat the drop should they get three points today. Yeah, exactly that. And as we are still waiting for the players to come out onto the pitch, looks like they are getting ready to to line up and, and come up the stairs to to come out. We've still got three minutes to kick off. We'll run through. The lineups in goal for Gloucester Harvey Wiles Richards, Dan Ledbetter back in the starting eleven after an injury saw him uh, miss a number of games. Jordan Thompson, Tom Harrison, the two centre halves with Louis Hall at left back. Hall, who had what I described and what also Lee Mansell described as his best game for Gloucester against Fylde here two weeks ago. Kev Dawson, captain. Tommy O'Sullivan, Lucas Tomlinson. Tomlinson looking to um, increase and, and enhance his reputation with the performances he's put in he had a very good last month 
Danny King, Matt Green and Ollie Holbert suggest it's going to be a 4-3-3 um, for Gloucester City, which, you know, with the likes of King and Holbert either side of Green, I would be saying to try and get a little bit closer to them, but to also try and stretch the play as well. Substitutes for Gloucester City, Liam Armstrong, Jack James, Pablo Martinez, Bernard Mensah and Matt McClure. Guys, the lineup as follows. Owen Mason, George Cantrell, Thierry Lati Fayweather, Prince Ekpolo. So we've got a king and a prince in the same, t- in the same game. Hans, Hamza Benshiref, Liban Mbeka, Kane Felix. Feels like every single season, <laughs> similar you had the, in the Premier League years, you had Ryan Giggs scoring every Premier League season. Seems every season since I've been covering Gloss City, I've seen Kane Felix play. Jason Shara, James Gale, John Johnson and Andrew Kellett. Kellett formerly of Manchester United, Wigan, Bolton, those sort of teams. Oliver Brown, Lewis Hay, Darren Dominic Tier, Regan Hutchison and Josh Stones are the guys Lee bench. And we're all set. We're all set at Meadow Park, except the personnel who will be playing the game are yet well, to make their They're appearance. lined up in the tunnel. I can see them over there, so we're, we are seconds away. Referee obviously realised he forgot his, forgot his cards or maybe just needed a wee. It's a little bit cold. <laughs> Of course, the official officiating team today, Darren Rogers, is your referee, and he will be hopefully ably assisted by Harley McKittrick and Jason Porter. Tiger Turf Stadium just starting to see more people creeping in. Certainly doesn't look as busy as it did no. in the uh, last last time we were here against AFC Fylde. The music has stopped, so it suggests that Charlie Hughes either run out of music or the players are about to come onto the pitch and he's getting himself ready. TN Mellow Park, Hempstead, Gloucester. We please welcome your two teams, Gloucester City. Both sides coming out onto the field here at the Tiger Turf Stadium to a rupturous applause. Gloucester will be wearing their all red kit with yellow sides. And guys, he'll be wearing white shirts with blue shoulders blue shorts and blue and white socks and so Gloucester fans just sort of fluctuating really they're yeah, waiting to see which way Gloucester will be kicking we're a moment away from kick off Quite an attacking lineup that uh, Gloucester have gone for, I think, right? Yeah, when you you look, you got the likes of King, Tomlinson, Holbert, Green, you know, all in there. And then you got the likes of Jack James, who's probably more of an attacking fullback, and Matt McClaw, and Ed Benson on the bench. You know, it's attacking all the way through for Gloucester today, which is uh, a surprise. But the teams are out. The coin toss is gone, and Kelsey Demario will talk us through for the next ninety minutes. Gloucester versus Guysley. Thanks, Ryan. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks very much for taking the time out of your Saturday afternoon to join us on Seven Sport for today's commentary. It's the Tigers against the Lions. Gloucester City versus Gaisley AFC. And I got that in because I know that Ryan was was desperate 
desperate to make that uh, that reference at some point, so I thought I'd get in there before he could. Commentary's cancelled. It's over. <laughs> we're, we're done. And that's the end of today's broadcast. <laughs> as we're underway, Gloucester getting us kicked off as we're at false start. The uh, Geisley players jumping the gun, so to speak. As now we are underway, Gloucester, as they normally do in the first half games, kicking from right to left from the T end. The new T end towards the old T end. As Gloucester straight away get a throw in right down the corner there with um, Kevin Dawson putting the left back under pressure. It's going to be Tommy O'Sullivan to launch this one in. Jordan Thompson and Tom Harrison have both gone up from the back. Matt Green is in there as well. It's launched in. It's headed away by Hamza Ben Sharif. Now up towards John Johnson. Kane Felix slips. Ball is cleared by Louis Hall. It's coming in towards the main stand and it's bounced off the top of the main stand. And Geisley have the throw just in front of us here with Thierry Latifair with her. Dawson, though, steps in in front of his man to win the ball. Gloucester want a free kick there, but nothing given. Latifair Fairweather has run the ball out of play, and now Gloucester can take the throw in quickly. It's into Kevin Dawson, and he is immediately pressured by Kane Felix. Some number seven on number seven battling going on in the early doors just quickly Kelsey that long throw they had over on the right hand side Glossy, I'd like to have seen the midfielders just gamble a bit more Lucas Thompson really dallied to get into the box Tommy O'Sullivan doing really well just to skip through a couple of players but Matt Green loses possession and now Prince Polo can come forward with it he's uh, dragged down from behind by O'Sullivan free kick for the visitors coming back to our throw Kelsey as I said yeah Tomlinson and O'Sullivan obviously put it in there but you know, a couple of the midfielders, Dawson and, and Tomlinson in particular, just really slow again in there, and eventually the, the throw come in, headed out, headed over both of them. There's hardly anyone in there, was there, really, when you think about it, as uh, Owen Mason clears long from his feet, well, from the floor, I should say, and is headed back towards Matt Green. He can't quite keep it in. Latty Fairweather trips, but he re- regains his footing to keep possession. Now inside with Kellett. Kellett loses out. Dawson wins possession he's got Danny King streaking through now into the penalty area Danny King just has to cut back on the edge and Lati Fairweather has done well getting back there Polo was there as well so was Jason Sraha Geisley getting bodies back in numbers to defend from that attack and Gloucester will just recycle possession now with Jordan Thompson in his own penalty area back to Harvey Wiles Richards of course who had a very good showing on debut against AFC Fylde as Thompson loses out with a loose ball cleared away by Geisley now back in by Ledbetter into midfield Tomlinson picks it up Green flicks around the corner to Tomlinson this is a good move from Gloucester in the centre circle now Kevin Dawson on the left flank has Louis Hall as an option challenge comes in by Ekpolo Hall picks it up at the second time of asking Hall delivered back post it's Hall but he's in there in the 60 yard box heads it home drifting in at the back post with Ollie Holbert Louis Hall done exceptionally well to win the ball up against Latty Fairweather, I think it was, and just drifts one, floats it really towards the back post. And you've got to say, in my opinion, right, it's poor defending from Geisley. I think Owen Mason has probably got to give his defenders a shout there and, and tell them to clear it. But Holbert has just drifted in like a good striker that he is, and he's knocked it into the back of the net with his head. And Gloucester have an early lead, 1 0. 
Well, I'm just in, interestingly watching uh, body language, Carl. Now, the build-up on this near side, Dawson, his pass, he almost waited too long for me to play it to the left of Hall. And to be fair, give credit to the number three for guys, Thierry Latty Fairweather. He, you know, he stuck to Hall, just unfortunately bounced off him. He's tried to you know, out-muscle Hall, bounced off him, fell to the ground. Hall's in acres of space just to float across in. No Gosley player has gone to uh, Lati Fairweather and said, look, don't worry, you'll get the next one. He's had to pick himself up off the floor, head down, and he's walked a good 30 yards forward, head down the whole time. No one's even looked at him from a Gosley perspective. I would be really concerned if I was a Gosley fan at the manner of which the body language of the players when that ball's gone in the back of the net. Hall's floated this cross into the back post. Holbert's allowed the freedom of the Tiger Turf Stadium to come in at the back post, head it into the back of the net. But the Gosley players just haven't said a word to each other. They've all turned away, head down or looking away, or they don't want to know. And that is a massive red flag for me. And for the second time in, uh, in two games where we've been here at Tiger Turf Stadium, Gloucester have opened the scoring in the fourth minute. Of course, last time that happened, they held that 1-0 lead right the way to the end of play. And so they might be in again here with the goal scorer Holbert battling with Ben Sharif. And it's cleared away and then picked up again by Ben Sharif over on the far side. Now advancing, trying to get over the halfway line, but Gloucester have won a throw-in. Ledbitter hurls that one in back towards Thompson and they'll reset with Wiles Richards. Slightly in front of Tom Harrison, but he's done well to keep possession and just switches it back to his centre-half partner, Thompson. Round the corner to O'Sullivan, acting as that anchor in midfield, as he always does. Wiles Richards not the greatest ball by Wiles Richards but Matt Green has read it very well now flicked it on to Tomlinson now around the corner to Louis Hall he's got Holbert making an advanced run he's got Danny King at the back post but he just checks back does Louis Hall I think smart smart decision didn't really have a clear clear pass on now O'Sullivan looks to drive forward Holbert back to goal goes around the corner for Hall now back in with Holbert again as ball is deflected inside and it'll be picked up by Geisley but O'Sullivan wins possession for his team but loses out now to John Johnson up against Harrison Dawson comes flying in a little bit high from Kev Dawson could be seeing his name in the book early doors as he takes out John Johnson a bit wasteful from Gloucester really down in front of us here well Kev Dawson's getting booked Kels, and for me I don't think he needs to make the tackle there's plenty of red shirts you know in, behind him and in between the, the Geisley man and the goal I mean he's good Mid, he's only just midway into Gloucester's half, wide on the right hand side. It's not like it's a you know, run in at goal or anything like that. And you're only in the sixth minute. So Kev Dawson's now got to play the rest of the game on the yellow card. And for me, it's very avoidable. 84 but, minutes on a yellow card. But what I would say, obviously, it's the calling card of Gloucester's season. Needless yellow cards, needless red cards, and, and you know, missing games on that pitch. That's why they are what they are. Could potentially lead to, uh, lead to a needless chance to give away here. It's a free kick will be taken. John Johnson is over it as is James Gale. It's Johnson who takes it, flicked on and hooked away by Dawson. Now Tomlinson has a chance to break away here for Gloucester. Skips past John Johnson really well. Now over halfway line goes Tomlinson. Goes down the line for Danny King. Gloucester have got men over on the far side, but it's really good defending by Latty Fairweather who comes across, reads it very, very well just to clear the danger. Now Johnson picks it up on halfway. O'Sullivan nipping at his heels all day. Johnson is still there though. Now down the line for Gale. Gale puts it in towards the byline and he is offside by the looks of it. Yeah, offside referee and linesman combining. 
Uh, Gloucester get it underway quickly. Gloucester are going to score a couple there today. Yeah, you just, just get see the way it's going. Guys, the defensively look all over the place. But they come forward here with Ekpolo. Nice little flick forward by Johnson. Ekpolo looks to strike from range. Blocked by the first man, Tom Harrison. Latty Fairweather will pick it up again, though. Now round the corner to Ekpolo. But O'Sullivan, good pressing from Gloucester in the early go. And O'Sullivan wins it back for his side. Harrison tries to tries to shape one to play it over the top for Louis Hall but ball just sort of swerved in the air a little bit but Gloucester will pick it up again and midfield Ledbitter he has got Matt Green on the inside if he wants him and he does back with Dawson on the halfway line right over by the scoreboard on the far side Gloucester just slowing the pace down as they wait for options to open up it's deflected back from Kevin Dawson's pass it's come off of James Gale and back to Wiles Richards now Thompson will just look to put a bit of impetus into this and Lucas Tomlinson is free in loads of space it's a good idea from Jordan Thompson no Geisley player within 20 yards of Lucas Tomlinson and he's right down the centre of the pitch I mean that is just poor poor defensive play from the Lions yeah as he just coming back to what Ryan said there just get that sense that Gloucester are going to score a couple this afternoon I mean just look at that that there for example well, it looks mm. like Gosey has changed it Latty Fairweather has gone up to the halfway line it looks like he's been pushed further forward but flicked on still all over the Polo place now into the penalty area and it's good defensive play by Jordan Thompson up against John Johnson just to shepherd that one out of play I can't really work out what shape guys are playing they're playing three at the back I'm, I'm convinced it's three at the back but you know, Thierry Latifeva keeps looking over to the, the bench. You almost say, where do you want me? It's very strange, Ewan, in the, the opening 10 minutes here, because he in particular, because he's right in front of us, you can see, see it more than the others. It's kind of like he's not sure if he should be right back or he should be right centre-half. Or, like, for this goal kick here, as it's come forward from uh, Wiles Richards, almost gone back to a back four. But it's, it's so unorthodox. It's not working at all. Ben Sharif wins a flick on. Gale tries to get Johnson going down the right, but Ledbitter intercepts now with... Danny King over the far side on halfway. Doing really well, Danny King, to keep that ball. And he's knocked it back to Kev Dawson. Ball up in the air, takes a deflection. Uh, miscontrolled by Kellett on the far side. Out play for a Gloucester throw. Well, Andrew Kellett plays on uh, sort of left wing back position. He always has done throughout his time in the Football League. But yeah, Geisty, I'm not sure. Still struggling to find out, Kelsey, and sort of realise exactly how they are settling because it's four at the back now but there's been periods where it looks like it's three and it's just odd Wiles Richards has uh, kicked one towards the path of Louis Hall but it's taken a deflection out of play for a Gloucester throw and interestingly has uh, almost knocked over the VO cam that Gloucester used for their, uh, for their highlights so anything from the 11th minute will have a slightly different angle to it on the highlights package <laughs> I just keep looking over at you, Ryan. You've got that like confused look on your face. I can tell you really are trying to work out what guys are doing. I'm trying to just sort of work out what guys are about. They haven't really said a word to each other, and it just looks like 11 individuals on a football pitch. Very quiet, isn't it? They are yeah. very quiet out there. As Gloucester, Gloucester win position, bossing it. Gloucester bossing it absolutely. As uh, Holbert looks to get in down this near side, but just out of play in front of the Gloucester photographer. A goal kick. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? It's, 
almost feels like a like guys are taking this as like an end of season sort of dead rubber game, but. Well, you hear the cliches when, when you're letting it go, oh, it's still nil-nil. But Gosley are almost playing like it is still nil-nil. And they're just setting up shop and saying to Gloucester, come at us. Which I know Gloucester it's really are more than happy on. to do. Yeah, I know it's really early on, but already Gloucester are showing that they can break this uh, Gosley back down, line down. And I fancy him to do it a couple of times more here. This looks like Gloucester have got this game. If they go and score a second now, it's 12 minutes in. If Gloucester scores a second, probably for half an hour, what a game this, over. this could be three, four, five. But yeah, it's easy. Gloucester get the second goal. You feel like there's anything it's to that game point. over, basically. So, goal update from one of the teams who are kind of in that mini league at the bottom of the National League North. Gates had a lo- uh, beaten Chester by goal to nil. Here's O'Sullivan now finds Dawson on this near side. Just. Dawson just kind of let that run across him a bit too far before he tried to play that one back inside to Tomlinson and lost out. If I was to be critical in a sense, Kev Dawson for me has not started this game particularly well at all. No. Needless yellow card. A couple of moments like there where he's just trying to be a bit too cute with it and losing possession in decent positions. He just needs to settle down. He's the captain for God's sake. Ekpolo loses out to Louis Hall. Now Matt Green slips in. Danny King in the Paris. Danny King takes a strike and it's in. The 2-0 to Gloucester, Danny King made the advance run, Matt Green found him in space, Danny King had about 10 yards around him either side with no Geisley shirt and he's taken two touches into the penalty area and just not really that much power on it either, he's just kind of side footed it and it's gone in the far corner, Gloucester are taking a two goal lead. And I feel like that's pretty much game over already. Might as well get in the bar now, get ready for the Grand National, because this race is over. Gloucester City have raced to a 2-0 lead inside a quarter of an hour. And I said just moments ago, this could be anything. Gloucester could easily score three, four, five today. This has been two very well-worked goals, but from a defensive perspective, very, very avoidable. Danny King, Gloucester City fans behind the goal, singing he's one of our own. He is, and he's come back off his loan spell. It'd be interesting to see what Lee Mansell says at the end of the season when he reflects on that because he got a lot of bit of criticism and question marks about whether Danny King should have gone out on loan. You know, he's come back a very, very handy player. And you know, maybe Danny King earlier in the season flashes at that. Instead he just waits and waits and waits, slots it past the keeper, City tune it up, and as I said, this could be anything. Fifteen minutes in and Gloucester have taken a two goal lead. Now they come forward again. Louis Hall playing really well in this opening quarter of an hour. Good interchange with Matt Green O'Sullivan dinks one over to Holbert it's going to drop into the path of Hall now just on the edge of the penalty area Hall cuts back he has O'Sullivan on the edge if he wants him Hall just running himself into traffic a little bit but O'Sullivan has offered him support now O'Sullivan knocks it inside Tomlinson good play this by Gloucester on the edge of the box now with Louis Hall just loses out to Kellett and guys who look to break forward Kellett over the top looking for John Johnson but Wiles Richards is out quickly to command that one clears it long Hall puts a foot in up against Ekpolo wins possession for Gloucester the referee thought about giving a foul there but played the advantage for the Tigers now Ledbear can streak forward Matt Green just straying into an offside position as he Ledbetter looked like he wanted to cross that in but Gloucester have recycled it down the right side with Tomlinson now the goal scorer Danny King cuts back Ledbetter being sort of harried by John Johnson and the Olays have started after 16 minutes here at Tiger Turf Stadium I don't think that's ever happened since we've been covering Gloucester now Harrison 
dinks it looking for Holbert and Geisley can win possession back now with Ekpolo inside to Mbeka it's probably the first time that Mbeka's touched the ball this half and we've played a quarter of an hour now down the left side looking for Sraha cleared away Wiles Richards knocks it long with the clearance it's high more than anything Ledbit has done well to keep it in Tomlinson inside to Dawson Dawson now has O'Sullivan down this left flank if he wants him and he's tried to pick the pass but it's well defended and cut out by Ekpolo now Kellett who's come more central now trying to get John Johnson going left flank up against Ledbitter now getting towards the corner flag cuts inside to the penalty area Ledbitter does exceptionally well just to defend puts his body in the way and Thompson clears Gloucester just sort of standing off a little bit though in defence happy to let Geisley come on to them which to be fair given the opening quarter of an hour the way that Geisley have played you can't really blame them because they haven't really looked like they've offered much at all but curse of the commentator could strike as they get down the right side with Felix inside to Latty Fairweather now back with Felix Geisley going backwards and trying to play the triangles they've done really well like Polo now into Felix into penalty area puts one in there and it's blocked at the near post by Tom Harrison and a corner kick better to Mu- the visitors much better from Geisley a little bit of self-belief in their, in their play there but the problem is with Geisley the way that they're, they're looking at the moment Kelsey they can attack as much as they want they don't look like they're going to not concede any more goals for the rest of the afternoon and that's going to be their problem they're already 2-0 down they can score a couple but I still fancy them to concede two more Here's Kellett now with Johnson playing the 1-2 from the corner. The cross comes in and it's deflected and it's actually hit the outside of the post that Wiles Richards was scrambling across to, uh, to make sure that that one was wide. Then it was just. But nice little short corner routine between Johnson and Kellett and they might have a chance to do it again from the same side. Kev Dawson and Louis Hall are over there sort of marshalling the situation. As uh, James Gale now goes up to make his presence known with Wiles Richards and, and Matt Green on the goal line. The ball is floated in towards the back post. Ekpolo was there and it's well claimed by Wiles Richards and Matt Green back there defending for his side. Wiles Richards gets it going quickly. That's going to fly over the head of Louis Hall. It's a nice idea from Wiles Richards trying to get Hall going early on this left flank. But just caught it too much. Ghostly fans behind uh, the goal in the T-end cheering ironically that he's put that out of play. You're 2-0 down away from home, you're getting relegated, I don't know what you're talking about. It just looks like a team that is going to get relegated. It's looks like a team that for the first 20 minutes haven't had a midfield at all. Yeah, Gloucester absolutely dominated the midfield battle. O'Sullivan, you know, the main man in there for Gloucester as he dinks one forward. Looking for Ollie Holbert to chase. Ben Sharif just heads it out of play. So throw in, yeah, throw in just in front of us for Gloucester. <coughs> so here's O'Sullivan ready to launch this one in to the penalty area. Jordan Thompson is there at the front post. Harrison is in there as well. It's launched in. Thompson might get the flick on. Cleared away by Cantrell. And now then hooked clear at the second time of asking by Gale. But Hall sends it forward. Tomlinson flicks it on. Gloucester can't quite get their foot on the ball. And neither can Geisley. And it's cleared away only as far as O'Sullivan. He's got so much time just to 
Look what is Polo thinking? Just played it straight to O'Sullivan. Here's Ledbetter now, gets forward, puts it in. Holbert dummies it, cleared away by Ben Sharif. As I've dropped my team sheet, absolute disaster. Guys, we come forward though. Wherever retrieved it, I know everyone was, was worried. Kane Felix down the right side, looking to get the beat in of Tom Harrison. He cuts back onto his left. Felix delivers. It's near post, low and easy for Wiles Richards. No real chance of a runner there at the near post for Geisley. And the attack fizzles out. Lost City 2, Geisley nil. if you've just joined us here live on 7 Sport. Of course, you can get in touch with us during the game at 7 Sport on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash 7 Sport. And we're on the email as well, info at 7 Sport. .co.uk. Of course, reminder, we'll be recording the next edition of TN Talk, which is your Gloucester City-centred podcast. We'll be recording that tomorrow, ready for release on Monday. Of course, we'll be discussing this game and everything else going on around the club, ready for release tomorrow morning. It's Kane Felix now delivers from the right flank, and there's a free header at the back post, and it's James Gale who is there. He's headed it in, and under out of nothing, really. Kane Felix got free down the right side. The ball came over the top. Took a couple of touches. Get it out from under his feet. Knocked it in. Back post. James Gale is there under no real pressure. And we've got a game on our hands. 2-1. Yeah, very well worked goal from Gosley. That and a fantastic header from James Gale. While wow, it was Richard's absolutely no chance. Quarter of a game gone. 2-1. Game on. And we're, you know, we're in a position now where Gosley have a bit of hope. But... The problem is, as I sort of said a couple of minutes ago, is you know the way they're attacking, they look quite good, but defensively, there's still a lot left to be desired, and you still fancy City to score a couple or more. Now, guys, we potentially with their tails up. Just thinking, what an awful goal to concede! It was quite well worked, good cross in. You'd say the the, the criticism for Goss City's perspective is that it was effectively a free header in the middle of the box. You know, that's what, what Harvey Wiles Richards and what Lee Mansell will be concerned about, is that there was no defender really attacking it with him. Free kick for Geisley. Lee Mansell just wanted GS players up here. You know, maybe going 2 up so early. Potential that you, you rest on your laurels a little bit and you get a bit complacent. He's going to want to make sure that you don't do that. And hopefully the uh, Geisley goal there and a little bit of pressure they're putting on now just wakes Gloss City back up a little bit. I've got a chance here, guys, from this free kick, just sort of in front of Lee Mantle's dugout, chance to whip one in towards the back post. Ekpolo is up there, as is Ben Sharif. It's towards Ben Sharif. It might actually fall for Srahar at the back post, and it's turned over the top of the crossbar in the six-yard box by Ben Sharif. No one really tracking the runners. Srahar was totally free to knock that one back across goal. And it was... Knocked over. Ben Sharif was the man there. Gloucester have escaped there. Yeah, massive uh, wake-up call needed for Gloucester City there. You, you know, need to really go for the kill at this point. But you've also got to make sure you defend it. Gloucester playing some decent football. Nothing really you know, out of this world, but it's been effective in the last five minutes or so. And Gloucester just need to you know, up the ante a little bit. Need to wake up a little bit. And here's Louis Hall getting free down the left flank. Cuts back. As one his side of throwing, and it's no, it's actually taken last touch off of Louis Hall for a Geisley throw. (laughs) 
It's strange. Every time that guys we have had a throw in this sort of position, they've almost always looked to just go backwards to the centre half. It never really looked like to, they wanted to gain some territory down the. Uh, it was also a foul throw there, but the referee didn't pick that up. Marcus Bignot just giving Latty Fair with a, some instructions from this throw in. Taking so long to throw this in as he's thrown it in, and then Mbeka has on the roof hooked one clear. Just straight down the line and out of play for a throw. It's poor. It's just very poor play. Just feels like... There's no one even down the line to play it no. to. I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, Sullivan finds the ball in behind for Louis Hall now through the legs of the defender in Becker. And it's poor pass inside looking for Tomlinson. And now Gloucester have got some defender to do. Catrol. Well, sorry, Cantrell tries to go forwards but loses out now. O'Sullivan has Danny King in space down the right flank. He's been getting a lot of joy there, Danny King. Cross comes in, shouts for handball up against Srahar. Nothing given. Tomlinson, edge of the box with Kevin Dawson. Shapes one towards the back post. Latty Fairweather clears. O'Sullivan picks it up. Now going nowhere really, but O'Sullivan does well. Now inside to Louis Hall. Great play. Hall towards the back post, headed clear by Cantrell Dawson picks it up 30 yards from goal now back with O'Sullivan and Dawson playing the game between themselves as they try to break down the Geisley defence Dawson plays forward for Danny King but it's cleared away and now Kellett will just slow the game down for Geisley Matty Fairweather back to his captain Ben Sharif who had that chance a few moments ago to level it up I don't want to be the negative person all the time, but again, that's very poor from Kev Dawson for me. Just sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. You know, all you got to do is keep that ball moving. Gloucester had Gosley where they wanted him. He just sat on it, sat on it, and, and ended up just giving it away. He needs to just sharpen up a little bit for me. Tomlinson again, Danny King, enjoying a bit of space down that right-hand side, but Tomlinson didn't look up in time to find him, and then by the time he had found him, the uh, the ball was just too poor and it's gone out of play See, behind Danny King. When they were playing it quicker, when they have played it quicker, you know, guys who haven't been able to, to live with them. And a couple of times here, they're just slowing it down, resting on it a little bit. Just got to keep going. Keep going, try and get that third and, and, you know, put the pressure on the visitors. Harrison has just given it straight to Kane Felix. Now they can break away over the halfway line. Felix finds Johnson up against Harrison, looking to atone for his error. But Johnson... Cuts inside. Now he's got Latty Fairweather running down the right flank to give him some support. Finds him. Latty Fairweather cuts inside. It's going to fall on the edge of the box. Andrew Kellett looking to strike, but Gloucester get back in numbers and Becker now to Gale with a strike. Great save from Wiles Richards. It's come at him at a really fierce rate of knots. The strike from James Gale on the left foot. And it was a fierce effort and Harvey Wiles Richards has just plucked it out of the air like it's nothing great save well, that's the one thing that impressed us the most about uh, Wiles Richards against Fylde was his handling um, and, and there exemplary again was able to see it all the way through to the gloves and that'll put confidence into the defenders when you keep putting off saves like that Gloucester lose out in midfield though now the ball over the top looking for Kane Felix Harrison again with a bit of defending to do down this right flank one on one defending Felix cuts inside like he always will towards the back post and it's at the back post is Johnson and hooked clear 
by Jordan Thompson as he put it across, across, across goal, dear Johnson. And Thompson had to be there to be the last line of defence for his side. Gloucester clear it long. Ben Sharif has sort of miskicked his clearance and Matt Green can pick it up. Now Danny King has got Louis Hall in acres of space on this near side in front of us. Danny King still going. Down the right side, loses out to Kellett. Cleared away. Picked up by Srahar. No red shirt around it as Thompson comes in to win it eventually. Now Leadbitter goes long for Holbert. He's not going to win that one against Hamza Ben Sharif. But Harrison does well at the second time of asking. Regains possession for Gloucester. Now O'Sullivan finds Kevin Dawson in acres of space in midfield. Now Dawson can get going again. Gloucester looking to exploit that right side, but Dawson has no support. Holbert got a bit of space to turn on the edge of the box. Finds O'Sullivan. Now spreads the play to Louis Hall again. Latty Fairweather does well, though. Wins possession for his side. Now skips past Louis Hall as he comes back at him. Inside now, Ekpolo can bring it forward. Game is so open. Unbelievably open. Ekpolo through the middle for John Johnson. Up against Leadbitter defending. Johnson puts it towards the back post and just sort of drags it more than anything across goal. And it goes out for goal kick. The two Crazy midfields. how open this game is. Two midfields are just non-existent. Just end-to-end. And, and realistically, you know, we, we said early on that guys these midfields just weren't up for it. But the last five minutes, maybe even ten minutes, you'd say, City's midfield have been very sloppy when they've had the ball in and out of possession. And even their positioning has just not been been great it's a very weird game of football in the opening half an hour potentially a game where Gloucester are missing Dylan Barkers of course you know they can only have five loans in the matchday squad at any one time and I don't know because I haven't actually seen him play so I can't really say but very much kind of Pogba-esque player who likes to you know then no <laughs> um, but they just need someone just to take the, the midfield and control it you know usually as Kev Dawson but I said for me in the opening half an hour he's not been particularly good um, especially in the ball uh, in, in possession sorry so I don't know I don't know what City can do other than just say look just keep it sharp keep it all moving when just a City have knocked it around quickly the they've looked the good Monday and they've looked like they caused guys the a number of problems so, you know, when, if City can keep moving it and keep trying to play like they did in particular the first 12, 13 minutes, then, then, you know, I do fancy City to go on and score another goal. But, you know, credit goes to They've come back into it. They've, you know, somehow, sort of by, by hook or by crook, sort of pulled themselves together a little bit, got their goal. And you've got to say, since just before their goal, they've been in ascendancy. As long as if Gloucester were sort of makers of their own downfall, yeah, so Yeah, pretty to speak. much, yeah too comfortable they got too comfortable too quickly yeah. and realistically they're, they're still not fully woken up particularly the midfielders they just need to all three of them just you know, pull themselves out of the, the hole they're playing themselves into so Hall loses out up against Gale now Gale into the penalty area cuts back Gale puts one across goal cleared by Thompson only as far again as Gale and Gloucester can't get it clear and they finally do as a foul comes in from Gale I think it was Gloucester again, you know, we said pretty much after they scored the second goal that it didn't look like they were going to do anything else other than claim three points, but if anything, it's been been totally the opposite of the opening quarter of an hour, and this last quarter of an hour just gone by, guys, we have been much a better side. 
But I do still think Gloucester have got enough in them to, to score yeah, more goals. And I don't think Geisley have it in them to not concede anymore. Tomlinson goes through the legs of Ekpolo to keep possession. Now O'Sullivan switches a play. Goes over the top for Danny King. It could be in here one-on-one. King just goes for the header over the top of Mason. And it's just wide of the mark. But it's better from Gloucester. O'Sullivan just looking to get the play moving quickly. Spied the run of Danny King. It just feel like that, that, that bounce in front of Danny King just kind of killed the momentum of the attack a little bit. King was trying to flick it towards goal. Did so well, got it over Mason, but just couldn't divert it on target. But once the ball and the run have meant that Danny King's beyond that first post, it's always going to have to be some header to, to send it into the back of the net. But again, City you know, up the tempo when they got in. It, you know, it's almost as easy as that. Gloucester have just got to pick their moments to, to play it quicker like they did and, and try and shift it forward and the likes of King, Holbert and even Tomlinson they've got to keep making those runs because there's gaps there to exploit and as I said I, I still even 33 minutes in I still fancy seeking to score more goals Very flat atmosphere as well yeah yeah. New Meadow Park you know, I feel like this is probably the time where Gloucester have got to be uh, Gloucester fans have got to be lifting their tense, team it's a little bit tense I think yeah but throwing for Gloucester, far side, Tom O'Sullivan heads in. Thompson flicks it on. It's cleared in the penalty area as far as Leadbitter. Goes wide looking for O'Sullivan, but it's cut out by George Cantrell. And so he'll just wait to find a, a, a ball in front of him, really, but can't find anything. And Cantrell has to go back to Srahar. Now with Ben Sharif in front of his own goal finds Ekpolo now Ekpolo into Lati Fairweather Ekpolo again round the corner Dawson can't make the challenge otherwise he's on a second yellow card and now Kane Felix down the right hand side slips it inside to Lati Fairweather aches of space in the penalty area goes for the strike and it's well saved again or has it hit the crossbar it's hit the crossbar actually looked like Wiles Richards had uh, saved that but it's actually come off the crossbar just how much space did Thierry Lati Fairweather have in that penalty area two Gloucester men went over to commit themselves to Kane Felix to, to stop him putting that ball in and in the end it was just slipped through you know delicately into Latty Fairweather he had the freedom of Gloucester basically to and get that shot away that's why it's a little bit flat really because City fans can see what we can see and that is that you know City just need to to wake up they need to you know try and keep it tight as they've lost possession again up here. now Ekpolo advancing into the Gloucester final third Thompson going out to cause him a few issues Gale goal scorer now cleared away with Thompson Tomlinson on halfway cuts inside of two men does well now Kevin Dawson in the centre circle he's got Danny King again free on the right hand side if he can find him but the ball just poor from Kev Dawson you know the, the pass just off target but he's done well to win it again. And a foul comes in from Mbeka. Kev Dawson's got away with one there. I'd consider hooking him at half-time, personally. As uh, he gets the play going quickly with the free kick, Ledbit has got Cantrell coming across to deal with that one. And it's high into the air. Headed on by Mbeka. Flicked on by Gale. And it's just going to run out and play over on the far side. 
Yeah, I'd consider... I, I, if I was Lee Mantle, I would consider taking Kev Dawson off here. I don't think he's played particularly well at all. Well, I think you've got options is, with what you've got on the bench to try who, and do it. Who do, who, do you, who do you replace him with? Jack James, Pablo Martinez, Bernard Mentor, or Matt McClure? I mean, whichever way you look at it, you're going to have to you have bring to, about yeah, a change you have of shape. Bring in shape. Of course. But I think you've got the personnel to, to potentially do it. How, how, it, how it will look, obviously, Lee Mantle will know, but you've got to say to him, look, you've got to be playing better here. You're the captain, the, the, the example, you know, the, the, you're going to be the one setting this for the younger players that this is the standard we got to be playing. He's just not hitting those standards for me today. Mike Green picks up the second ball now for Gloucester, just goes back to the man we were just speaking about, Kev Dawson, O'Sullivan. Goes line for Tomlinson. Now Tomlinson cuts inside, driving at the Geisley defence. Just trying to do it all too much as he's cut out by Latty Fairweather and now Ekpolo can carry it forward. Farsley have equalised against Kettering. It's 1-1 there. And Chester have come back from two goals down to uh, level it against Gateshead. As O'Sullivan brings it forward for Gloucester down the left flank. Still going. Tommy O'Sullivan, great run. This Ben Sharif goes round the corner and referee brings it back for a foul. Perhaps maybe a bit lucky because that ball had pretty much run away from every single red shirt. But well, uh, good I think, play by O'Sullivan. I think the free kick's been given for the little flick by Ekpolo. You know, obviously right. O'Sullivan's ended up running into to Ben Sharif, but I think Ekpolo's just had a little flick at him and it sort of stumbled him into Ben Sharif. So I think that's what the referee's given it for, more so than the, the, the captain blocking him off. But it's massive. It's a, just five, just over five minutes to, to half time. Huge chance for Gloucester here. So there's Dawson, free kick, delivers, back post. Harrison's in there, but it's easy for Mason. Far too close to the goalkeeper. Bowls it out quickly to Kellett. Now cuts inside. Spreads it over on the left flank with Laburn Mbeka. Danny King is back there defending for Gloucester. Mbeka cuts back, delivers towards the back post, headed clear by Louis Hall, and then picked up by Kev Dawson. Heads it over the top for Holbert, and now with... Tomlinson. Gloucester haven't really got many options going forwards at the moment, but Dawson has flicked it over the top for Holbert, but the linesman has given the uh, offside for an earlier infringement. I think Matt Green was the man offside in the initial attack. Well, Green didn't have to get involved, and he didn't get involved, but because he made a step to try and get involved, that's why the flags went up. So, a frustrating one for, for Gloucester, because they were in. as Ryan said just, just over five minutes to go till half time very nervous tension in the air yeah definitely palpable could cut it with a knife here's Ekpolo four guys now on the halfway line Johnson tries to find Kane Felix in behind Louis Hall and he has done so Felix on the right flank look like guys leave most sort of Attacking output so far as Kane Felix, as you know, the goal came through him down the right side as well. Now, the ball in the penalty area, challenge comes in from Louis Hall. Geisley bench won a penalty, nobody shouting for it in a white shirt as Tom Harrison comes in with a challenge. Throw in for the visitors. Fair play to Geisley, committing a load of bodies forward here for, for this throw in.
Mbeko, the man stood over it. Looks like he's going to hurl it in. Does so. Had it clear at the near post by Thompson. Probably didn't really have to make that header because probably could have just seen it out of play for a goal kick, but safety first. Corner kick for Geisley. Johnson, the man over it. Keller again going over to give him the uh, the short option. But he floats one in, back post. And Becker is there with a the header. Hipped clear in the six-yard box by Matt Green, of all people. Back out as far as Johnson, though. Tries to deliver. Cleared away by Holbert. Kev Dawson looked like he was going to give chase to that one, but it's uh, way too far in front of him. And that will go for a throw. It's like you're trying to work out whether this has been a poor game. I don't think the game's been poor. I think the game's been played by two teams who just... Cagey, maybe, yeah. would be the way to describe it. Cagey yet open, if that is even possible. It's really weird, isn't it's it? It's very yeah. tense. You it's very feel the, the tension between the, the fans of both clubs, hence why it's so quite quiet in uh, Meadow Park here. But for me, just neither team looks comfortable at all. City obviously went 2-0 up, but since they went 2-0 up, they haven't looked comfortable. So Green. really weird. Flicks it on, Ollie Holbert now with Tomlinson down the left flank. It just cuts back inside, does Tomlinson. Now around the corner to Green. Falls over more than anything whilst trying to control it. And guys, we can come away with it here's Kellett Kellett operating more in a central role than he was previously and it's you know I have to say since then Geisley have looked pretty good so Wiles Richards has to hook one clear Latty Fairweather picks it up being uh, hustled by Tomlinson but plays a nice triangle with Ekpolo just in front of us here now Ekpolo carries on down the line but the ball is poor Paul cuts it out Kev Dawson he's got again Danny King making the run down the right flank now Dawson just runs into traffic more than anything awful. again awful just, again just too slow it's isn't awful. it just far too slow yeah the ball to the right hand side and Danny King and instead he just ran into two goals he plays it makes no sense to me at all Mason clears long header is flicked on by Sraha and Gale can't keep it in on the far side, Gloucester have got themselves a throw. So Jack James warming up in front of us here. Ledbetter will launch the throw as it's uh, slipped in his hands more than anything. It goes high in the air. But Gloucester have regained possession. As I say that, Kev Dawson hooks it clear and it's straight into the path of Ekpolo. Now Kellett. Finds Johnson. Gale. Inside to Ekpolo. Good move this by Geisley. And it's still there with Gale. But Tomlinson doing his defensive duties. Wins possession for the Tigers. Now can carry it forward. Green. He's got Danny King inside. Plays it down the line in front of Ben Sharif. Now inside to Lucas Tomlinson. It's just in front of him. And Latty Fairweather coming back to defend. Poor ball though only as far as Matt Green. Dawson loses out to Ekpolo. Challenge comes in and... Dawson gets it at the second attempt. So, ball with Green. Round the corner by 
O'Sullivan. Gloucester centre-half now just playing it between themselves. Dawson got the advance run of Tomlinson, if he can find him, over the top of Ben Sharif. Tomlinson wins a header, falling to Wally Holbert on the edge. Now with Matt Green. Green looks to take the strike and it's deflected. Nobody really looked like they wanted that. As a shot deflected into the arms of Owen Mason. This feels like we're petering out towards half-time. But uh, Geisley looking to come forward again with Ekpolo. Tomlinson barges into him. Gives away the free kick. Final minute of the first 45. Something needs to change at half-time for Gloucester. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what they need. They need... They kick up the backside, really, especially the, the midfielders. I just think that they've allowed Geisley to play, get themselves a goal, and Geisley are now comfortable in, in the game. And as I said, since the, just before they scored their goal, they've looked quite comfortable and they've looked like they believe in themselves that they can get something from this game. When you go 2 0 up at home, you want to be going in for the kill, and City just have been so poor since they've gone 2 0 up. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's funny, we had a message from, from Charlie saying that um, a, a good team would be 4-0 up by yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty spot on. They've almost gone 2-0 up so early, they've panicked and don't know what to do. Two minutes added on. There will be two minutes of added time, two minutes. Ben Sharif has played it in behind now from Becker, who's onside, beating the offside trap in the penalty area. Cuts it back, headed clear by Harrison. Ekpolo takes a strike and he's shanked it more than anything, but Becker might keep it in, but he can't. And Gloucester again, let off. But the thing is, guys, they look very ordinary. Very ordinary. Nothing special about them, is it? They've looked comfortable, as I said, but I think Charlie's spot on with what he's sort of saying. If Gloucester were a decent team in terms of, you know, looking at some of the other teams in the league, they would have gone 3 4 and up before guys had even had a sniff. Dawson trying to inject a bit of impetus, so in the final moments of this half, as he's down this left flank, but loses out as he has done so often in this half. Latty Fairweather clears it off of Dawson. It's kept in by O'Sullivan. Challenge comes in by Kellett, and now Geisley can come forward again. Tomlinson getting back to defend, now inside to Gale. Perhaps one final chance before the end of the half. Harrison deflects it high in the air and clears it. Hall now to Holbert. Gloucester trying to get some form of counter-attack going. Danny King has given Holbert some support down the right flank. Now it's King up against Ben Sharif. Just trying to do something with it. Has Green for support. Hall is on this near side in front of us in acres of space. Now in the penalty area. Here's Louis Hall. Cuts back on his right foot. Tries to play it inside for Ollie Holbert. Got to go outside there. Got to go outside and take him on for me. Absolutely. His ball played over the top for Gale. But Harrison is back defending well. Wiles Richards. Knocks it inside. The referee has a, a, a quick glance at his watch. Still playing, though. Telford have taken the lead against Blythe in another game involving these proverbial relegation candidates. It's about 10 seconds to go until half-time. As the referee has seen enough. And I think we've seen enough. Gloucester City 2, Geisley 1. It's the halftime score. What a weird half of football. Gloucester went 2-0 up in 15 minutes and looked pretty comfortable. And then they didn't look pretty comfortable. They let Geisley in it. And 
I don't really know how to describe that half of football that we've seen, Ryan, to be honest. I mean, have you, how, how have you described it? Well, as I said, I think Gloucester, in their own minds, have gone 2-0 up so early on, they don't know what to do because they're not in that position before. You know, City haven't been free-flowing. They haven't been goal-scoring for fun like they looked like they were going to do in that first 10 minutes. And they've, they've almost panicked and self-destructed on themselves. Um, you know, 2-0 up, you'd want your team to press on and keep doing what they're doing and, and you know, try and force the issue. They just sat, on, sat back. They sat on it. They, they thought, right, we're 2-0 up, that's that. And suddenly, Garsley are 2-1. And they're actually, not, without playing some decent football, Garsley are very much in this game because Gloucester City are just panicking. And there's no composure in the team. In terms of the midfield, I would take Kev Dawson off because he can't make a tackle. He gets sent off. He's not been good enough on the ball. He's not been good enough out of the ball. He's not been good enough, period. And it sounds like I'm picking on him with what I'm saying, but from what I'm seeing here, he got himself booked after six minutes. And other than that, he's given the ball away a number of times, either by passing it to a Geisley player or instead of passing it, holding it on too much and then running into a Geisley player. And it's causing Tommy O'Sullivan and Lucas Tomlinson having to do a load of work going the other way. And that, in turn, is just unbalancing the team. You know, City defensively haven't been great because how easy guys do have managed to create some chances. And equally, we're saying that obviously we had a message in to say, you know, a decent team would be 4 0 up before guys even score. But a decent team would have clawed back against Gloucester here and probably go in front at, at the half time. That's, that's simple as that. But you, you probably find yourself in a situation here at half time, ironically, where Gloucester City are 2 1 up. But the team that are getting the biggest rocket, it'll be Gloucester um, yeah, started like a house on fire Louis Hall's cross fantastic Holbert got the late run header at the back post fantastic again stretch the play Danny King's in for 2-0 and as I said from there from that moment on Gloucester City just haven't been at it they haven't been at it at all and that'll be the most disappointing thing for Lee Mantle it really will well we'll be back um, for the second half commentary of course um, we'll have updates from the other games around the National League North as well and yeah, I'm pretty much spot on to be fair, right? I said Gloucester would probably be getting a rocket from Lee Mansell and Daff Williams at half time. And given that, that last half an hour of play that we saw in, in the first half, they definitely need it. Um, well, if Gloucester, if, I'll tell you now, if Gloucester get clawed back here and don't win this game of football, tomorrow's TN talk is going to be. They'll, they'll get both barrels from Questions me. Questions will me. be asked. From me, I'll be all over them because it's not been good enough since they've gone to the level. A game that Gloucester absolutely really have to win to all but secure their National League North status for the 2022-23 season. We'll be back second half commentary live on 7 Sport, but at halftime from Tiger Turf Stadium, it is Gloucester City 2, Geisley 1. Welcome back to 7 Sport Saturday Live from the Tiger Turf Stadium in Gloucester. Gloucester City lead against Geisley, but it's not very comfortable. Goals from Ollie Holbert and Danny King put Gloucester City 2 0 up before a header from James Gale reduced the arrears. Elsewhere, Farsley Celtic are 1 1 with Kettering and uh, Sirencester, locally uh, this is, Sirencester Town are 1 0 up against Plymouth Parkway in a massive game in the Southern League. Kelsey, the second half is uh, moments away. We're just waiting for the players to come back out onto the pitch. You know, what did you make of the, the first half display and, and what we saw from Gloucester City? Obviously, I had a bit of a heated rant before we went to a break. I've cooled down now, but what did you make of it? Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much exactly what I said before we um, went off air for the halftime break. That I just don't really know what to make of that of that half. I mean, for, for 20 minutes, Gloucester blew Geisley away. 
And then for 25 minutes, they just, I don't know, they just, it just seemed like a completely different team out there. They, they looked like they thought they had the game won. And to be fair, after 20 minutes, it looked like they did have the game won. But you, know, you can never rest on your laurels, especially at this level of football. And um, you know, when you're playing against a team like Geisley, who really, when you look at it on paper, I've got nothing... Well, I don't say nothing to lose, but they, they've got to they've got to push themselves as hard as they can to to, to, to get themselves back into into the game because you know they don't want to be losing another step towards relegation and things like that. So, a uh, couple of half time scores as well around the National League North, just concerning the uh, this mini league that we uh, always go on about, especially on the TN Talk pad, uh, podcast. Uh, AFC Telford are a goal up against a uh, Blythe Spartans. That's one 0 there. Farsley 1, Kettering 1, and Gateshead 2, Chester 2. Interestingly, Chester were 2-0 down in that game, and they've come back to to wall. Can Geisley replicate that against Gloucester? As things stand, no change at the bottom of the National League North table. But, of course, 45 minutes is a long time in football, as both teams are out looks like no changes for either side by the looks of it As, um, Ryan had a few sort of scathing reviews about Kev Dawson's performance in the first half but he remains on the field as at the moment so referee just counting up the players make sure nobody snuck an extra man on Gloucester will attack towards the T end in the second half and Geisley get us underway for the final 45 minutes of football here at Tiger Turf Stadium. So immediately they play it forward and it's flicked on out of play for a Gloucester throw. feel like the T end needs to get behind Gloucester in the second half. Atmosphere is a bit flat in the first 45 minutes. But it's caused by the tension of the game. It's, you know, it was comfortable for the first 20. So ball played over the far side, looking for the run of Kane Felix. Louis Hall thought about what he was going to do for a moment and in the end decided to knock it out of play. See, so yeah, Geisley fans make their voices heard. So Marcus Bignot. And Russ O'Neill just trying to G their team up. So long throw taken in towards the near post. Flicked away by Jordan Thompson, but push in the back given against Jason Sraha. A little bit sloppy that from Geisley. It's a golden opportunity to try and get the leveller so early on in the, the second half. And just got to keep your hands to yourself in that situation. Wiles Richards takes the free kick header from Ben Sharif is intercepted by O'Sullivan Harrison tries to clear charged down by Gale and outplay for the Gloucester throw Louis Hall launches one down the line it's flicked on by Geisley head in towards the path of Ollie Holbert and now Gloucester try and regain possession but actually lose possession <laughs> with Mbeka right flank Gale the goal scorer for Geisley now up against Louis Hall. O'Sullivan does well getting back to help out his left back. 
and will clear it down the line for Holbert to chase. Cleared up in the air more than anything by Cantrell. As Kellett returns the favour, puts it in the air as well, but it's well brought down by Ekpolo. Round the corner, lovely little bit of play by Imbecker as he tried to flip it in towards the path of Gale. And Gloucester haven't really woken up from, uh, for this second half so far as they concede a throw-in just in line with the edge of the six-yard box. Lee Mansell and Daff Williams deep in discussion. Yeah, Lee Mansell does not look happy at all. I, I, I don't blame I him, him with that. Yeah, I think that City have really come out quite flat in the opening three minutes here and obviously uh, pressing them quite, quite hard. So throw in, taken. Ben Sharif is there, flicks it on and out for a goal kick. Gloucester looking to get it going quickly. Wiles Richards plays it straight down the middle for Holbert, headed clear by Cantrell. Ben Sharif getting back defending up in the air again Harrison clears it O'Sullivan flicks it on inside by Cantrell now with Kellett Kellett trying to switch the play to the far side for Kane Felix but can't quite pick out the experienced winger a lot of guys who play came down that right hand side through Kane Felix of course the goal came through that, that right side as well and you just feel like you know, Louis Hall defensively hasn't had as good a performance as he had against AFC Fylde the other week when we were here. Ball played over the top to, by Kellett. Wiles Richards thought about coming for it, but Thompson has to clear it. Gloucester looked very nervy at the opening couple of exchanges in this second half. Geisley seemed to have found their voices finally. They were very quiet in that first half. Danny King works himself some space to clear the ball in his own corner and Holbert picks it up from the deflection now Dawson plays it inside to Matt Green who's in bearing down on goal it's Matt Green in the penalty area squares it across for Tomlinson great save by Mason unreal save by Owen Mason at the feet of Lucas Tomlinson ball still there though for Gloucester Hall just kicks his standing foot as a golden chance goes begging for Gloucester but Good signs on the counter-attack, but just couldn't convert. That should be something for Gloucester to, to look at trying to build on for this second half, you know, to just get in like that. Green beat the offside trap, was found well from Dawson, and I don't blame him for, for trying to play it you know, square on the, the angle like that, but there will be some that will criticise Green for not shooting himself. But going opportunity in, you've got to say good save. Yeah, real good opportunity, <laughs> Just one of those where maybe you you think a striker in a bit better goal-scoring form would have maybe taken that on. I feel like someone like a Matt McClaw might have tried to go across goal with a strike. Of course, we saw Danny King do pretty much exactly the same for his goal in the first half in a similar position. Gloucester lose out in possession again, inviting Geisley pressure at almost every possible opportunity. Now Johnson... Sprays it to the far side. Gale is going to try and keep it in, and he does so in the corner flag. But he just falls over himself. I think he might have maybe turned his ankle or something when he uh, controlled that. It's up play, goal kick. Gale hobbles away. Now Wiles Richards over the goal kick. Goes long, Green and Ben Sharif battling for it. Holbert flicks it on into the path of Tomlinson, but Ben Sharif has done well to get back 
Hamza Ben Sharif probably been one of guys' best players out there. Yeah, I think so you may far. get a book in here for uh, just talking out of turn. It's an experienced player. Guys be captain as well. Just for talking to, I think. Yeah, just a slight bit of dissent, maybe. Perhaps not happy with Matt, Matt Green holding him from that goal kick. A chance for Gloucester to launch this one in the area with O'Sullivan. Steps forward, hurls it in, and it's cleared by pretty much the first man over the halfway line for Gale. Now Kane Felix can step onto it, but Hall has done well defending, but will concede the throw. Not sure how I feel about the long throw at every possible opportunity there. You know, maybe it might work once or twice, but maybe would like to see them try something different. It just look like a team that are bereft of ideas at the moment. Gloucester is Johnson gets forward now into the penalty area for Guysley. Thompson puts a good challenge in, though, to stop the attack before it got going. And Green wins it on halfway. Danny King just in front of the dugouts. He's got two Guysley shirts all over him. Runs himself into trouble. And O'Sullivan picks up the loose ball in midfield and taken down by Cantrell. A little bit fortunate there. I, them, I think it probably was yeah. a foul, but just a couple of times at City had just been a bit slow on the ball again, not offloading it as quickly as they should be. And uh, just getting caught out a little bit. Dawson takes free kick quickly, finds Danny King in the right channel, but he's lost out to Ekpolo. Kelly inside to Gale. Now he's gone through Tom Harrison. Dawson gets back and has to make that challenge and has to make it, you know, well, because otherwise Dawson is potentially going to pick up a second yellow. But he's done really well. Gloucester retained possession through Thompson. Now Ledbitter in the right wing-back position. Back to Thompson. He'll hook that one clear down the right channel. Cantrell comes across to head it out of play. And it is a Gloucester throw. Ledbitter takes it quick. Into Green. Now back to Ledbitter. Inside to King. King turns his man into penalty area. Still going. Danny King cuts it back for Holbert with a strike. Gloucester just can't get a shot away. It's fallen to O'Sullivan on the edge with a drills it. And it's well saved by Owen Mason. Away to his left-hand side. Parries it clear. And Gloucester keep the pressure on. They've won a throw in. Quickly inside to King. Ledbitter delivers in towards Matt Green. Clear by Ben Sharif. And O'Sullivan will recycle it. Perhaps a chance to shoot again. O'Sullivan with second attempt blocked by Ben Sharif. And Ekpolo will try to bring it clear. And now with Latty Fairweather down the line for Gale. Louis Hall steps in and makes a challenge. Interesting just watching Louis Hall the last sort of couple of phases of play. Pretty much man-marking Kane Felix like he did against Tom Walker against AFC Fylde. And it's been working. A good chance for Gloucester through O'Sullivan. It was a good play initially from Danny King, wasn't it? You know, we know exactly what he's about here at Summon Sport. We've seen it in the first half as well. You know, just how effective he can be stretching the team. And, and that time there, he just had to create a bit himself and, and it nearly worked. It's a push in the back by Gale up against Louis Hall. 
not a great deal in that to me. Well, I would say a fantastic save. Great save. Wiles Richards, yeah. wasn't it, down to his right-hand side. He wouldn't have known that the free kick had been given at the time and, and flew himself down to uh, his bottom right. Got a fingertip on it to turn around the post, but free kick was given anyway. It's a cliche to say it, Kelsey, but you feel the next goal is massive in terms of how this game's going to go. You think if Gloucester do go 3-1 up, that it probably will just be enough to, to stave off the, uh, the guys they fight. But if guys were to make it 2-2, then you know, it would be a very, very nervy final half an hour or so here at the Tiger Turf Stadium. As the T-end looking to roar their team on, Kev Dawson, again, loses possession. Ledbetter comes across to cover him, though. And now loses out himself to Johnson. He was sort of running down a blind alley there with Dan Ledbetter. Now over the far side with Felix. Probably about 30 yards from the Gloucester goal. He's taking it past Tomlinson. Delivers that post. Ledbetter has missed a header. It might fall for him. Laburn Becker cuts it back inside. Still going in Becker. It's still there for him. Gloucester can't get it clear. And it's now finally out of the penalty area with Kellett Johnson now inside to Srahar turns inside Kev Dawson is there though to smash that one clear down the line Holbert will pick it up he's got Tomlinson away on his left hand side if he can find him he slips it through and Holbert is taken down late by Cantrell and Gloucester a bit of respite get themselves a free kick in the centre circle Ooh, what a let off fortunate for the oh, I was going to say fortunate for the guys man not to get a card but I think the referee is going to book him Gloucester uh, did well to just get forward quickly and, and try and you know, get a bit of rash bite, but Guysley nearly forced an issue there and Pekka you know, nearly getting in. Maybe a bit guilty of trying to do a bit too much on his own. Maybe that's a slight criticism of him, but Gloucester just need to sharpen up again. It's not been anywhere near as good as it was in the first quarter of the game for, for the rest of it since. It's been very disappointing. Thompson spread to play into penalty area now Tomlinson picks it up drills it it's gone through everyone and cleared away by Ekpolo now with Kellett to bring it clear for Geisley Gloucester playing a high line Kellett spreads it near side now it's with Mbeka who had that chance moments ago goes down the line for Kane Felix Jordan Thompson just calmly cuts back on it though finds Kev Dawson got O'Sullivan on this near side if he can find him and he does so Wally Holbert in front of him O'Sullivan still carries now with King up against the left back and Danny King again loses out not really enjoyed as much success as he did in the first half down that right flank guys we have marshalled him well though to be fair as now the ball down the line for Latte Fairweather he's beaten the offside trap Tries to deliver it for Kane Felix, who's operating a bit more central now, Kane Felix. As Thompson has to clear it away. Throwing on the far side. Game needs something for Gloucester, that is. Just not sure what it is. Perhaps maybe this man in front of us, Jack James, who's been warming up pretty vigorously for... <laughs> to be fair, most of the uh, first half and the second as well. Pablo Martinez has been sent to warm up 
by the Gloucester dugout. Header is up by O'Sullivan, headed goalwards by Straha, but it's over the top of Harvey Wells Richards goal. No danger there. An hour gone. Gloucester City two, Guysley one. Looks like guys are getting a substitution ready. Let's just see how they uh, shape up. It looks like it's number 15, Darren Dominic Tia, getting ready to come on as City come forward. King looks to put the ball in on that far side and will win his side of corner. So Kev Dawson is over there to take it. Glosser got men in there. Dawson delivers towards the penalty area and it's in there with Matt Green and somehow it stayed out. Green had pretty much an open goal to aim at. I think he's just miskicked it. And Geisley really get lucky there. Tomlinson Gloucester trying to recycle possession what you'd say is Owen Mason came for that corner and got absolutely nowhere near it <laughs> absolutely nowhere near it and somehow Matt Green's hit the defender right in front of him incredible incredible series of events there Tomlinson now down the right hand side bundled off the ball and wins his side a free kick again a bit better from Gloucester Golden opportunity. Golden opportunity here for the host to try and you know regain the composure that they haven't really had since they went 2-0 up. Feels that you know, even with the fans behind the goal, just that tension's still there. Ledbitter receives it from the free kick. Tomlinson now in the penalty area. Tomlinson cuts back on the left. Loses out to Kelly and Akpolo comes away with it. Thompson does well though to win possession back for his side. Dawson back to Ledbitter. Breaks through one challenge and ball is out of play for a goal kick following the deflection. Yep, goal kick to Geisley. Again, just seemed like a promising attack or a promising phase of play really for Gloucester, but just nothing came of it. Mason clears long. Ledbitter wins the header. Out of play, Geisley throw. Cantrell takes it quickly, launches it down the line. Jordan Thompson comes across and covers it well. And that's into the stand here. I was convinced that was coming our way then. <laughs> Looked like it. Substitution and, interestingly, Kane Felix is the man coming off for Geisley. Substitution for Geisley, replacing the, uh, number seven, Kane Felix. Throws his uh, wrist tape down in disgust at being substituted. Darren Dominic Tare. Darren Dominic Tare is the man coming on. Interesting substitution then. Throwing taken quickly and referee wasn't happy. Referee wasn't happy with um, with how quickly they took that. 
as now they will launch it in there and it might fall in towards Kellett. Unbelievable save by Wells Richards and it's cleared away eventually by Louis Hall. Pure reaction stop from Harvey Wells Richards as Kellett ghosted in there following the long throw. It was launched in by Mbeka. No Gloucester head managed to get a touch on it and Kellett just made that run and crashed it towards goal from about 10 yards out and it's hit Harvey Wells Richards more than anything but he's reacted well and he's got it away from a dangerous area and uh, Gloucester again escape well Bernard Mentor's out to, to warm up in front of us here he's just applauded here. the young goalie there fantastic as you said Kelsey he was straight at him in the sense that he didn't really have enough time to really do anything all he did was make himself big and sometimes that's all you got to do Hall delivers into Panayero O'Sullivan takes a strike from range as Matt Green laid it off to him on the edge Sort of 25 yards, 20, 25 yards from goal. Tried to curl it into the top corner. Goalkeeper was rooted, but it goes into the T end. Gloucester maybe just trying to turn the screw a bit. There's been a, a goal locally. Siren Sester have conceded an equaliser against Plymouth Parkway. That is currently 1-1 at the top end of the Southern League Division 1 South. And Newen a 2-2 in their fixture. Uh, their development, sorry, against Shortwood Reserves. Not too much happening elsewhere from what I could see. So it looks like Cinderford is still nil-nil. Usually United haven't tweeted the, their scoreline yet, so it looks like that's still nil-nil too. Uh, one nil to Totten, that is, by the way. <clears throat> it's been been one nil for about half an hour. Evesham Twitter feed never tweets the scoreline yeah, for some reason. That's what I was sort of looking at. Uh, what I would say in the seven sevens this week, I've gone for a Gloss City two one win. So this is going to be a painful twenty five minutes for me if it stays the same. Fifty points on the line against Bishop's Cleves. Champion winning captain Archie Haskane. So I'm uh, 25 minutes away, Kels, from a big 50 points. Long 25 minutes, though. Yep. <laughs> long, long 25 minutes. So, guys, you know, looking to come forward just inside the Gloucester half. It's with Johnson. Now, Kellett. Free kick given. For an earlier infringement in the attack, no advantage given. Ooh, I don't know. Andrew Kellett coming off, Lewis Hay coming on for guys. He must so have had enough. Must have. Yeah, Kelsey, for me, he must have had a, a knock. Because for me, Andrew Kellett's probably been the best player on the pitch. For me. Yeah. And that's, that's it's an odd play from guys. They've taken off their probably two best players. It's strange, wasn't it? Because he, he kind of started in that left wing-back position and then they moved him central and he pretty much ran the show for Geisley and it's been taken off as a free kick comes in. Flicked on towards Ben Sharif in the penalty area, looking to turn. Ledbitter comes across and clears it. Now Holbert will carry it forward at the left wing. Green flicks around the corner to King. King can't quite control it. It was just behind him following the flick on and lost a concede possession. Back to Mason. Mason clears, long, Srahar keeps it in on the chest. He's done well there, has Srahar, looks to get down the line. Thompson falling over as uh, corner is given and uh, for some reason the referee's given a corner and it's uh, actually come off of Dominic Tear was the final touch on it. For me, keeper's got to come and clear that. Keeper's got to come and claim it. Yeah. It's bounced a couple of times in his own box. Thompson's trying to usher it back to him. Just, just take the pressure off. Keep a command deal with it. 
inviting pressure on there in goal, Gloss City here. Corner comes in towards that post. Strahar is there, flicks it on, out of play. Goal kick, Danny no King, danger there. Danny King did very well there. Very well to just stick to his man, make it uncomfortable when he's jumping forward a header and he wins the goal kick. It's just sometimes what we got to do defensively, just put off your, your you know, attacker, make it difficult for him, that's all you can do. But this is a massive final quarter of the game, Kels. Yeah, just over 20 minutes left to go. So, as things stand, Gloucester would actually move up a position in the National League North due to Chester losing to Gateshead. 3-2 in that one. Uh, here, Gloucester City 2, Gaisley 1. Gloucester started like a house on fire, opening 20 minutes, went 2 0 up early doors through Ollie Holbert and Danny King. But uh, since then, they've been um, a bit lax, really. It's uh, ball played again down this left hand side. Gaisley have a chance with the attack towards the back post, and it's fallen to the substitute Lewis Hay in the penalty area. Takes it wide. Harrison is out there to. Usher in backwards. Now back with Mbeka through Ekpolo. Ekpolo delivers towards back post, or the near post, sorry, I should say, and it's hit the frame of the goal. And the attack fizzles out. So Kane Felix walks in front of us. This match attendance is 828. That's 828. 828 inside the Tiger Turf Stadium. after the game. Feels about right. Seems a lot less so. The atmosphere doesn't. It's the tension. It's the tension of the match. You know, you had the the ecstasy of going two 0 up as early as you did, and it's been very uncomfortable viewing for Golf City fans since. Ball flicked on from the goal kick to the path of Ollie Holbert. Now down the right flank, goes back to O'Sullivan, just slowing the game down. O'Sullivan tries to play it in behind for Tomlinson, and it's cleared by Latty Fairweather throw into the Tigers imagine O'Sullivan will probably take his time over this I feel like next goal wins territory definitely O'Sullivan launches it in headed clear by Ekpolo King picks it up again though O'Sullivan now stands it up towards back post past everyone Tomlinson will pick it up though now cuts back to Hall Kev Dawson now Gloucester just going backwards for the moment Harrison finds his centre half partner Thompson on the halfway line O'Sullivan has continued in this right hand position curls one down the line for Matt Green Green hasn't really got any support in a red shirt, but now has O'Sullivan, who has lost out in the 50-50, wanted the free kick. Referee not interested at all. Now guys, we come forward again with Dominic Ter. Good challenge from Jordan Thompson. Now Lucas Tomlinson gets going for Gloucester Holbert, just miscontrols and loses out. Guys, we now win it back. Ekpolo inside, but now they lose out. O'Sullivan in with the challenge. Here's King. Trying to get past Lati Fairweather down the left hand side. Concedes throw in. 
And now looking to win it back again and just concedes a foul. TN not happy to looks, our right hand side. Looks soft, but you're probably going to get those decisions more often than not. King just lent into his man a bit too heavily. What's interesting is uh, for me, Kelsey, is that City still haven't made any changes. They've had players out warming up most of the second half, but no changes yet. Thompson goes back to Wiles Richards under a bit of pressure from Dominic Ter. It's hooked clear, and Harrison just cannons off his head more than anything. Challenge comes in. Bit of a weak, weak challenge, well, weak foul to give away. Not really sure if there was too much in that as O'Sullivan <sighs> bundled over. I don't think that's a foul for me, Kels. You know, the, the Gosley man's just slipped over and O'Sullivan's fallen over the man slipping over. It's, it's harsh, but City needed it. City did need it just to try and get themselves further up this pitch. You know, interesting thing will be is if Mansell does make any substitutions, who he makes. Because... Matt McClure hasn't been warming up, so you don't think Matt McClure's going to come on? Well, Matt McClure is currently sat just to the right of the dugout on the railings, just sort of uh, chilling out, I enjoying don't see the him sunshine. I not coming on soon. So the ones that have been warming up have been Jack James, Bernard Mentor and Pablo Martinez. So they're the three you feel that are going to be most likely to come onto this pitch. Danny King does well, beating his man down the left-hand side, delivers towards Matt Green, it's palmed away by Mason. Tomlinson has it in the penalty area, just can't get a shot away. And guys leaking clear. Now an attack down the left-hand side. It's with Darren Dominic Ter. Beats Kev Dawson. Round the corner from Lati Fairweather. Inside to Srahar. Thompson does well getting back defending, but the linesman's flag is up for offside. Not sure whether that was actually offside there, but to give credit to Thompson for getting back and defending. I think it's another cross into the box where the closely goalkeeper, Mason, has looked absolutely all at sea. That was just a simple ball into the box, and he's just lost it. He's just lost sight in the sun of this football and he's very fortunate that Lucas Tomlinson can get out of his feet because if he did, it's 3-1 and it's probably curtains for the contest. But if you're sitting, you've got to be looking at it and thinking, Christ, that's a few times he's done this. Why are we not testing him more? Ekpolo brings it down following the pass forward by Ben Sharif and now back with Ekpolo following the long ball and it might fall at the back post for Darren Dominic Ter but Ledbitter was back there defending well to cut it out and knock it over the crossbar corner to Geisley far side just over 15 minutes to go exceptional uh, in the end from Ledbitter for me just allowed the, the false premise of thinking the Geisley players ahead of him he just sped up a little bit and got ahead of him to stand out for a corner but this pressure could tell corner floated in Wiles Richards comes out and claims it guys we wanted a penalty for a push in there but the referee not interested at all Tomlinson takes it down really well Tomlinson is Holbert inside but he just blocked by Cantrell it's good play good awareness from the goalkeeper to find him but now Gloucester still have it Dawson edge of the area slips inside Danny King takes a strike from the edge it's a really good save Mason down to the right hand side he's full stretch Owen Mason and he's done well to hold it as well to be fair, because it's right, well, you would right say. on the edges of his reach. Harvey Wells Richards comes out, claims that one, following the long ball. There's a bit of confusion at the back. Sorry to cut you off, Ryan. Green flicks it on. And Ben Sharif will knock it back to Mason. What I'd say about our chance is Danny King just had to hit it on a stretch, and that's helped the keeper. You know, he didn't get the purchase on it he probably would have liked, but you know, it's just becoming very end-to-end again, and 
Gloucester. For me, I think Harvey Wiles, Richards, yes, he's played the long ball forward to Tomlinson. I think the the ball there for me, Kelsey, I don't know about you, would have been the, the rollout to Holbert and then Holbert to run, because then City would have been two against two and not necessarily one against one with, with Holbert having to catch up. So, yeah, I think they would have been better off just rolling to Holbert, getting them both running at the, the guys in the back line. Prince Acapolo makes way for Josh Stones. As throwing comes in by Ledbitter. Now Dawson down the line. Green flicks it inside. And Sullivan over the top. And we'll just let that run back to Mason. So Geisley have made all three of their subs. Gloucester still yet unchanged. Of course, they do have Jack James, Pablo Martinez, Bernard Mentor and Matt McClaw as their outfield options on the bench. So Lee Mantle and Daff Williams obviously see no need to to change anything, which I'm uh, not sure if I agree with, but they're the management team, so now Geisley recycle it with Ben Sharif inside their own half. It looks to play the diagonal for Srahar to come off of the Geisley man up against Dan Ledbetter, who looks like he's maybe blowing a little bit. Of course, first game he started in a few months. I think maybe staying on due to the aerial presence that Srahar has posed down this uh, left-hand side. Of course, Jack James is uh, quite considerably shorter than Dan Ledbetter. Long throw down the line, Ledbetter. It's actually flicked on by Ben Sharif. And Dawson puts it up in the air. As a free kick given for offside. I think it's high foot. I think he's given a free kick for a high foot. Fair enough. Can't say I saw it, to be honest, but... And we're back under boy. As Tomlinson cuts it out but can't control it in front of the Geisley dugout. Srahar heads it long. Jordan Thompson wins it. Jordan Thompson's had a good game, by the way. Just throwing that out there. With He'll be in the running for my man. I'm the way the game's going for me. I think he's had a good game as well. So ball over the top by Srahar and picked up by Johnson. John Johnson spreads it to his near side. Srahar, it's just cannoned off his face, neck area more than anything. If the pass was low, low enough into him, he would have been in. He's, he'd, yeah, he's, he'd he's been in. basically in with no one around him. I said they weren't going to bring on Matt McClure. It's like McClure was coming on. He hasn't warmed up at all. So, strange, strange one here. Could be t- looks like Tomlinson going off, is it? Substitution for Gloucester City. Holbert. Replacing number eight, Ollie Holbert. Ollie Holbert making way then. Matt McClaw coming on. The uh, two top goal scorers for the Tigers. Dan Ledbitter and uh, Geisley fan exchanging a few words. So it seemed to be in good jest. Not sure what was said, but Ledbitter all smiles as uh, Gloucester lose possession from the 
throw in. Danny King heads it back inside, almost to a Geisley shirt, but it's actually dropped to O'Sullivan, who's played a beautiful ball inside to Matt Green. Green goes over the top for Tomlinson. Don't know whether he'll be able to catch that one. Wrong, wrong choice of pass for me. Plays it in the air, does Matt Green. Should have played it on the softer. floor. Yeah. Softer on the foot and... So we got to do Green. You see what he's trying to do? He's just trying to dink yeah. it over the final man. If, if, weirdly, if Green scuffs the pass, it's probably a better pass. Yeah, absolutely. So Lewis Hay spreads it to the near side for Ekpolo. Not Ekpolo, sorry, Srahar, I should say. Srahar now into Mbenka, now in the penalty area. Dominic Ted does really well to shape to shoot, but a good challenge comes in again. I think it was Thompson in there with the tackle. McClaw almost losing out. And Harrison hooks it high. Header back by Ledbitter. Tomlinson is going to chase this and he'll be onside if he gets there. Ben Sharif comes across to cover and concedes a throw. Final 10 minutes. Very nervy. Very, very nervy. It's not been the best game of football that we've ever seen. Worse though, we have seen no, worse not, games. No, yeah, yeah, we've seen a lot worse games, yeah. Some absolute shockers. Well, you've seen over 100 games this season, right? Well, so between the three of us, you, me, and Josh, we've seen nearly 150 games. Yeah, absolutely. Corner to Gloucester, deflection taken off of Lewis Hay. I'd like to see one of the centre halves get, get on the end of this corner. If they can add to the score sheet, I think the two central defenders have been very, very good for Gloucester, but they've played it short. Dawson inside to O'Sullivan stands out towards the back post Thompson's there with a header and that's probably could be the winning goal Jordan Thompson there Gloucester tried the short corner routine knocked it in O'Sullivan stands it up back post and as we were just saying a couple of minutes ago that Jordan Thompson was having a very good game he's there with what could be the winning goal 3-1 Thompson, who celebrated his birthday this week. Kelsey, I don't think you heard me just before they took the corner. I literally said, I want one of the two centre-halves to get their head on this because they deserve a goal. And, you know, good defensive performance from City in the end to withstand a bit of pressure, particularly in the second half. Jordan Thompson, I mean, 10 minutes to go to a full-time. It'll take a miracle for anyone else to do it, but at this moment, he is the man of the match for me. He's been exceptional. Gets the header back across goal. Mason, no chance. And he celebrates his birthday in fantastic fashion. Bernard Mensah in front of us here, delighted for his friend. Can't remember the last time that Gloucester scored three goals at home, to be honest with you, Ryan. Chester. That was, uh, would have been, been Chester, yeah, 3-3 free, free yeah. in that game. And then there was a game earlier in the season, you thought it was like 4-3 or something like that, when I was ill in November. Might have been last November, actually, so ignore me. <laughs> All seasons have rolled into one the last three years, mate. Yeah, I know, it's been crazy times. Well, Gloucester giving themselves a bit of a cushion then. Just eight minutes left to go in this one. Gloucester leading by three goals to one, but they've got defending to do here. Lewis Hay, again blocked by Jordan Thompson. The clearance isn't the best. It hit Louis Hall more than anything, but he's done well to bring it forward. Now Dawson carries over the halfway line. He's got Matt McClaw making an advance run. Dawson still going, tries to find Matt McClaw. McClaw puts a foot in, takes down Cantrell. Foul given. Hay. Looks offside to me. Looks offside from the advanced run, and he is so. It was uh, Josh Stones on the end of that. Looks like Pablo Martinez coming on. Just going to shore it up. Might see perhaps Tomlinson go off. Tomlinson. I think you green, and you go five at the back. 
Well, yeah, the thing is, Tomlinson, you do still need to have you know some form of outlet. There's been a goal in the Southern League with 15 minutes to go. In fact, there's been four goals. Sinderford went 1-0 up in the 73rd minute. It's now 2-1 Scholing in the 88th minute. Goals that's, all that's over the place. three goals. You said four. Well, they tweeted 1-3, but they never tweeted 1-2. So it's either 2-1 Scholing or 3-1 Scholing. It's a mystery. Either way, it looks like Sinderford are losing. As Tomlinson picks up edge of the box. Now Matt McClaw drills one from range. It's uh, easily held by Owen Mason. Chester have gone 4-2 down now, by the way, and uh, Blythe have equalised against Telford. So perhaps maybe the uh, best possible results happening around Gloucester this afternoon in the National League North with Blythe and Telford drawing and, and Chester losing. There you go, five at the back. Good nice. shout. Nice Good shout, right? Pablo Martinez coming on. Martinez. So, with the Grand National about half an hour away, Matt Green's race is run here at Tiger Turf Stadium. As uh, Matt McClaw now in, following under deflection, into penalty area. McClaw puts it across and it's in by Tomlinson. Bundled in at the far post. Guys are the makers of their own downfall there as they gave away possession cheaply. Matt McClaw found himself with the ball in his feet in the penalty area and just put it across goal. And Lucas Tomlinson has bundled it in at the far post. And that pretty much is game over now. 4-1. Fourth goal of the game for Gloucester City. Scored by number 17, Lucas Tomlinson. Well, when City went 2-0 up, we said... They could go on to score three, four, five. They've made it as difficult as they possibly could. In the 85th uh, with five minutes to go in the game, they've got breathing space at last. The third goal brought the fourth, and two very good spells for Gloucester City in the, the game. First opening 12 minutes, fantastic. And then the last five, ten minutes or so has been better from City. Two goals as well. Just adds a bit of gloss to what they're doing here, Kelsey. So, interestingly, by the way, we've. Um, Pablo Martinez looks like he's playing holding midfield rather than Glosser going far at the back is the ball put in there by Josh Stones a header comes in from Thompson and he actually flicked it into the path of Dominic Ter and he couldn't quite get over it and hooks it over the top of the crossbar yeah it's like showing up the midfield I don't mind that at all Martinez is you know when I've seen him play the last couple of games he's, he's looked capable so all you've got to do is just stay disciplined for five minutes and get yourself to full time. Throwing for Geisley following Wiles Richards' goal kick. Gloucester are going to make their final substitution and now finally the Gloucester are out of sight. Dan Ledbetter will make way. Jack James is going to come on. A bit more game time for Jack James following his return from injury and Dan Ledbetter lasting 80, 86 or so minutes 
following his first start for what, two months, maybe? Two and three months? A decent performance from Dan Lambert as well. It's been a challenging one for him. You don't want him to come back into a team and coach through a, a game. and you, know, you want him to come in and have to actually work hard, and that's what he's had to do. Ben Sharif plays one over the top, looking for Johnson. Got options in there. Up against Louis Hall. And Johnson will just take the corner following the challenge by Hall. Corner comes in. Header up from Stones. Completely unmarked. Gloucester really were sort of at sixes and sevens there for a moment. As uh, goes over the top of the crossbar. Bit of a let off for the Tigers. Right, a couple of minutes' time. We'll be asking you for your MS Roofing Man of the Match. Feel like I have a good idea as to who it might be going towards in that uh, general vicinity, but you never know. A couple of minutes could change everything as uh, guys we come forward again in the penalty area. Strike comes in, and Harvey Wells Richards springs away to his left hand side to deny John Johnson with a fantastic save. That was travelling at the near post. Wells Richards like a cat. Yeah, great save that. Corner, floated in there. Header comes up from Mbeka. And it's out for a goal kick. Sponsors Man of the Match. Malvin Tyres. Tommy O'Sullivan given Man of the Match by the Sponsors. Not sure that's who I would give it to. But, uh, you know, a solid showing from Tommy O'Sullivan. As, uh, as you would expect, really, from a player of his quality. As Tom Harrison tries to find Lucas Tomlinson down the left side, but can't quite do so. Another goal and an assist from Lucas Tomlinson, going for a very nice purple patch for the Tigers in the last month and a half. Of course, made the Seven Sport Team of the Month as well for March. For player of the month. Yeah. Danny King concedes a throw in just in front of us here as we've ticked over into the 90th minute. Now with Sraha. Back to Mbeka. Spreads it to his centre-half partner, Ben Sharif. Now, guys, we come forward down the right channel. Louis Hall just having to marshal... Johnson towards the corner flag. Now inside with Gale. Gale, nicely little turn by the Geisley goal scorer. He's one inside a corner. And there will be four minutes of four minutes time. to follow. As corner comes in, whilst Richards comes out, punches. Good clearance by the goalkeeper. Hay puts it back in there. Cleared away by the header from Jack James. Tomlinson just slows the play down. Clears it, deflected, high in the air. Stones heads it back towards the Gloucester defence. And Ben Sharif is pushed in the back by Jack James. Free kick given. It's a quick free kick taken now with Dominic Ter Inside to Srahar. Cuts back on his left. Swings one towards the back post. Ben Sharif chests it down for... Lewis Hay and Tom Harrison just thunders his foot through that ball 
to clear it long. Cantrell hooks it back. Now with Latty Fairweather. Johnson making the advance run. He's made a good run as well. Puts one in towards the near post. And Wiles Richards claims it in the six-yard box. Farsley Kettering has finished 1-1. Chester have got a goal back against Gateshead. It's 4-3 there now. As Wiles Richards, who's had a good game as well. Clears it long. McClaw wins the header. Cantrell will just head that one back to Mason. Now back with Lewis Hay. Hasn't really got any options. It has uh, sprayed a somewhat speculative ball to Johnson, but Hall is there to defend. Kev Dawson, who somehow has uh, survived 86 minutes with uh, <laughs> on a yellow card. Game's not over yet, though, of course, but uh, you never know. Gloucester, of course, will just be taking their time with this one. Hall goes down the line with the throw-in. Still a Matt, couple of minutes left. Yeah, Matt McClaw just slip in there, indicating that he wanted that one higher in the air from Louis Hall. It's quite a low throw, to be honest, as Jack James can't quite keep this one in on this near side. Concedes a throw-in. So just waiting for the ref to bring proceedings to an end. Here at the Tiger Turf Stadium, three points will be staying in Gloucestershire, barring some form of minor miracle, or major miracle, I should say, but we are in the final minute. As O'Sullivan does exceptionally well on centre circle. Now finds Danny King, tries to play it across to Kev Dawson, who had made the advanced run. It just feel like Danny King maybe should have just taken a couple more touches into the penalty area and drilled a shot across goal. But uh, made the wrong call, but I don't think it will matter too much. You know, Gloucester being three goals to the good. Let's say Kane Felix walks in front of us with a uh, bag of ice. He's been sat in the stand since he came off as the uh, cross comes in, which Jack James will head behind for a corner. Final 30 seconds or so. So, TN Talk this weekend is going to be a lot different to what it could have been after um, <laughs> after that first half. It's corner towards the back post. Lewis Hayes in there and it's cleared away by Louis Hall. Overhead kick comes in and a second overhead kick comes in. Almost a overhead kick assist, but it's over the top of the crossbar. And there goes the full-time whistle. Gloucester City run out 4-1 winners against Guiseley this afternoon. Ollie Holbert got proceedings underway quickly with a goal inside the first four minutes for Danny King. Doubled Gloucester's advantage after a quarter of an hour. But then after that, Guiseley came back into proceedings and James Gale, you know, with a free header at the back post, gave Guysley a lifeline, so to say. And we went into halftime at 2-1. And then Jordan Thompson popped up at the back post after 81 minutes to uh, give Gloucester their two-goal cushion and restore that for them before Lucas Tomlinson 
bundled one home in the dying embers of the game to really add a gloss onto the scoreline for the Tigers. We said at the start, well, after Gloucester went 2-0 up, that Gloucester really could go on and score four or five this afternoon. They scored four. They made a little hard work of it in the end, but uh, that won't matter at the end of the day. The final scoreline and the record books will read 4-1. Ryan, sum that game up for us with your analysis and give us your MS roofing man of the match for this afternoon. Well, the scoreline suggests it was quite comfortable. It was far from that, really. Um, first 12, 13 minutes from Gloucester City was arguably the best spell of football I've seen and play this season. Two goals, could have potentially got a third. But then out of nowhere, it just sort of seemed to, to stop playing. And Geisley, without really having to do an awful lot, got themselves a foothold in the game, got a header on, in the back of the net, and they were on the score sheet. And then for long spells after that, Gloucester really took a while to get going. Particularly after half-time, a little bit slow to come out uh, of the blocks for the second half. And again, it looked quite uncomfortable for him. But suddenly, you get the third goal, Jordan Thompson on the spot from a short corner arriving at the back post heading it back across goal perfectly and, and from there you know Gloucester were in complete control for the final 10 minutes so weirdly Gloucester have won four, ga- four goals to one really only being on top for you know a third of the match roughly about half an hour or so and very very strange game to watch and what you would say is on the balance of play in terms of everything ball um, off the ball you know chances created You'd say Gloucester deserved to win the game. Did they deserve to win it four goals to one? Probably not. But for the first 20 minutes alone, they did deserve to win it 4-1. So it's really strange and quite contradictory, even as I'm saying it. I, I know I'm contradicting myself saying it. But man of the match was Jordan Thompson for me. Um, exceptional. Got a goal he deserved. Defensively, him and Tom Harrison, I, I mean, we, we more so Kelsey has been quite critical of Tom Harrison in previous weeks in terms of games in terms of uh, shows. Tom Harrison, I've really not seen anything special from him today. I thought he was quite good at centre-half today. Him and Thompson, fantastic. And other than that, I also thought Tommy O'Sullivan was industrious as ever. Got uh, the sponsors man of the match. Maybe I've seen him play better, so that's why I expect a higher standard. I think he played better against Fylde than he did today. But I think that's due to the fact that the midfield is a a hole for Gloucester. He didn't control the game as they could have. I also think Matt Green had a, uh, a pretty good game again without scoring. But again, it might be a bit of a frustration that the striker hasn't scored again. But others around him have. Holbert, Tomlinson and Danny King have all got on the score sheet. And uh, I, I reserve special mention from Danny King. I thought King, particularly in the, the, the spells with Gloucester on top, fantastic. And when they weren't on top, he looked like the player to try and drag Gloucester City through it. So um, honourable mention for Danny King. But man, that is Sean Thompson for me. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, he would get my... My man of the match as well. Um, you know, there's a few players you could give honourable mentions to as well. Harvey Wiles Richards as well. He's had a good game in goal. Made a few really good saves, um, particularly at 2-1 as well, when Gloucester really looked like they were going to be under the cosh for for, for large spells. Um, you know, it's what you need in your goalkeeper to, to give yourself some assurance at the back, and he certainly provided that as well. Um, and you've you got to give credit as well. Again, Lucas Tomlinson has got another goal and another assist, as I said on commentary, going through a really good purple patch. So, honourable mention to him. But yeah, Jordan Thompson, the uh, unanimous MS roofing man of the match from myself and Ryan. We'll be back at some point on commentary. We don't know 
just yet. Likely uh, going to be the bank holiday Monday against Hereford, potentially. Possibly, depending on sort of work situations and things like that. Um, we'll be back for the Hereford game on the bank holiday Monday. But uh, I'm sure that Ryan, if I'm not available, can probably draft one of his many, many Gloucestershire football friends in to co-commentate with him. But uh, final score here from the Tiger Turf Stadium is Gloucester City 4, Geisley 1. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.